Hi, you're listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Drs. Kelly Yannick and Michelle Kinderman from Wellness Outside the Box, where they'll share tools, tips, and strategies from their own experiences so you can not only hear them talk the talk, but walk the walk. The mission of Wellness Outside the Box is to use traditional clinical therapies combined with experiential and adventure-based learning to take therapy off the couch and outside the box. Good morning. I was thinking maybe we should talk about goal setting today. I think that's a good one because that is something I struggle with on a daily basis. (laughs) The intention of our podcast is to actually walk the walk, so to practice what we preach and um, put our skills to use. And I also think, you know, one, one strategy I recommend to clients and for myself is taking a walk. Um, I think it's very helpful for taking a break or if you, you know, on normal occasions, it's nice to have that time to walk with a friend or a neighbor or somebody like that to just kind of vent, but also process stuff that's going on and kind of have a sounding board. So since we can't walk together in person, I think we can do this via phone and still get the same benefits from it, which is nice. Just adds the layer of, like, you look like you're talking to yourself out in your neighborhood, but I think we've all gotten used to that as a society. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say also, um, if you're having trouble, like, sometimes if I think, oh, it's so beautiful, I should really take a walk, but I just can't get myself moving, um, Mm -hmm. it's helpful to call a friend and see if they want to walk with you via phone. Um, That has helped me quite a few times. Um, yes, and I think on our topic of goal setting, I think part of goal setting or um is accountability for yourself and how do you hold yourself accountable for reaching and trying to work toward a goal. So I think having having somebody else be there to kind of help yes. you with that accountability can really help boost that process along because I think if you're left to your own, you can – have a myriad of thoughts and ideas as to why you don't want to go out and take the next step or do something or go out for a walk. But if you have that somebody there who's waiting to go on the walk or, you know, can kind of ask you or check in on how you're doing with your project or your goal, I think it makes it that much more accomplishable. Yes. And also if you have, you know, like a cheerleader behind you. So if you have a spouse or a partner or a child, you know, an older child, who can, you know, really encourage you, say, Mom, go take your walk. You always feel better afterwards or a roommate or whoever who can sort of support you and encourage you and keep you in line with your goals. That That's also helpful. Yes, because I think we are, you know, we are a semi-ego-driven being where I think we all, we all like that praise or to feel good for having done something or finished something or things like that and while we can keep to-do lists or you know checklists I think actually having that interaction with other people who can kind of witness that and kind of acknowledge it and validate it at least for me that goes a long way yes but animals are another good way to get you out the door because dogs always want to be walked and um, even if you don't have a dog if you have a neighbor who has a dog you can offer to take the dog for a walk that's a good idea Oh, yeah, it's a good way to get outside and good company. Yes. I, um, to give you a real life accountability example, yeah. I had, I had qualified and was supposed to run the Boston Marathon. Yeah. And since it got postponed, 
I kind of lost the motivation for training, really. Like, you know, yeah. kind of hard to go out and do something for an outcome that is so unpredictable. But I know some other people who are training, and so I'm going to be checking in with them to see, you know, check in on runs with each other as the social distancing rules evolve, maybe meet up and at least do a training run together. And then I'm actually plotting out some courses nearby where I could potentially run the race in September. But even though if I can't run it as the actual event, I can still run it and, and feel that accomplishment. So I think Is it officially having, rescheduled for September? Yes, it's officially rescheduled oh, yeah. for September. It's kind of open-ended as to whether it'll still go through mm. in September because it, it draws so many people and so many international um, participants yeah. that if there are travel bans and things like that, they may mm. need to either continue to postpone it or potentially run it as a virtual um, race, which just goes to show, like, I, you know, I had a really hard time with that. It was something I really worked hard for. Um, yeah. And I had that kind of pulled out from under me. Um mm-hmm kind of got in a funk for a while but then I thought you know what I kind of need to need to reframe this and how can I make this something attainable and make it still show that I can accomplish that final goal and like how can I make it meaningful for myself and so again checking in with uh, other friends so to help you pull yourself out of your funk was the first phone call to one of your runner friends or was that your first step so I actually spoke with my running coach who helped me qualify for the race. So we've been doing like a weekly check-in to just kind of reset and like kind of map out some attainable short-term goals that'll get mm-hmm. me then jump-started on accomplishing the longer-term goal. So like having someone there to kind of see it a little differently really helps me stop just wallowing and feeling sorry for myself that the race was canceled and reframe it into something that could potentially be really cool and unique and, mm-hmm. you know, more individualized for myself. So, yes, I really I think checking in with somebody who understood where I was coming from was helpful. Yeah. So that support is so important. It didn't take much. It was like a brief, maybe a half-hour conversation. But really just knowing someone knew kind of what I was going through. Obviously, there's larger mm-hmm. life problems going on in the world. But for me, it was something – it was a block for me. So it was good to check in with somebody who could – kind of validate those feelings and kind of help me reframe how I can move forward. And I think there's a couple important things in what you just said. Um, The first one being finding support, reaching out. So, you know, don't call your Debbie Downer friend when you need testing. (laughs) You know, call call the one who is always encouraging and upbeat and supportive. Um, And if you don't have someone like that, there's always professionals. There's always therapists who can help you with that. And then the other thing, so reaching out for support is key. And then the other thing in what you said is sort of breaking your goal down into smaller steps, like Mm -hmm. smaller pieces. So instead of, you know, maybe looking at it, if you hadn't run in like two months, saying, all right, I got to go run 20 miles today or else I'm never going to get, you know, sort of breaking it down into smaller pieces to make it more, attainable and less overwhelming. Yeah. And as much as we hear that and we've, we've, you know, you you can Google how to manage things, like, honestly, until you really, like, you gotta, you gotta walk the walk, 
no pun intended, like it really did boost me out of just kind of saying like, oh, I had that mentality. It was kind of like, well, if the race isn't going to happen, why bother? But I really felt good and I felt healthy for training. So it was kind of, it was not, it was not a productive thought pattern. Um, And while I just, before we go on, I meant to, I think a future podcast topic which would be interesting, would be discussing the different types of relationships that we have and the different friends we have. Um, how mm-hmm. you mentioned don't call your Debbie Downer yes. friend um, yes. in this situation, but there are times where you need that friend for different, you know, different right. things you're going through. So I think it would be very interesting to kind of have that conversation about the different types of relationships you have and the different friendships and, and how you how you tap into them at different times. So yeah, I like that, that idea. Yeah, so are you working something. on any goals right now? My oh, you know what I was going to say? I have a more benign example, but for me during this quarantine time, even things like cleaning the house, like I, the house will get to a point where, all right, it's disgusting now. I live with three boys, my sons and my husband, all right, two boys and a man. And, um, you know, the house gets disgusting, the bathrooms get gross. So I put it off to a point where I can't take it anymore, and then I tell myself I have got to clean the house, even though I don't really feel like it. So what I've done on those days, you know, where I don't feel like getting started is I just break it down into smaller pieces, and I'll tell myself, or sometimes I'll even make a list. Say, all right, you know what, just make the beds. Just make the beds or have the boys make their beds or, you know, just smaller pieces or just vacuum upstairs today. That's all you have to do. And the funny thing is I find that once I get started, I just keep yep. going. And then I'm fine. You know, just that little yeah. push, I, I cut myself some slack. And if there are days when I don't keep going, that's fine, too. You know, the house will still be mm-hmm. there tomorrow. And the next day I conquer another small cleaning task on the list. So, Well, and I think know, that's important yeah. when you even – you said it was a benign example, but I think it's a very – a very real example. I think when our homes yeah. feel out of control or we feel like, you know, our space, our environment is is not conducive, that can really be a block for getting getting on to other projects. Um, yeah. So I think in general with goals, you really have to think about what you can do each day, even mm-hmm. if it's planning the goal. You know, like maybe physically, if your if your goal is something physical, or if you're just too tired to clean the house, maybe maybe the step is mapping out the tours that need to be done and delegating them or coming up with a schedule. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really the key is checking in with and having accountability or or a sounding board with support, whether that be a friend, a coach, a therapist, you know, things like that, a family member, and then really looking at and chunking your goal down into manageable pieces. Yes. So, um, And also just to top it off always be kind to yourself so if you don't get it done if you're only able to wipe down the sink or you're only able to make your bed just be kind to yourself be aware of that negative talk like you know sometimes I'll find myself saying what is your you're so lazy what is your problem get your butt moving and what and sometimes that helps but usually not usually I just feel worse so cut yourself slack be kind to yourself um you know, these are unusual times, and even in normal times, try to be yeah. aware of that negative voice in your head and just be kind. Be kind. I like it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I hope people are okay with us 
panting a little because we are. I know. I was noticing that. You know what, though? I'm hoping over time that our our cardiovascular health will improve with this ah. walking the walk, and we will we will maybe, maybe. sound less winded by the yes. endeavor we've taken on. Um, so future podcasts, you won't even know that we're actually walking while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in such good shape. Feel free to um, walk with us while you're listening to the podcast. Yes, we are going to be launching a Walk the Walk Challenge where we can hopefully get as many listeners as possible to join us in walking each day, learning a little bit about your mental health, but also working on your physical health, um, which are both intertwined with one another. So Yes, and we really um, encourage and welcome your feedback. So if you have any tips or tricks um, with setting goals and what keeps you motivated um, or any of our future topics please, or, or something that you'd like to hear us talk about, please feel free to email us, reach out, and we would love to hear from you. Yep, visit us on Facebook. We have a Instagram account, and you can always visit our website at wellnessoutsidethebox.com. This is our first episode of Walking the Walk, and we look forward to many more miles with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Wellness Outside the Box. We'll see you next time.